Merry New Year, everybody. Starting 2024 with some good Cuban traditions. We'll probably get into that. I had my 12 grapes. I put the money in the envelope. We threw out the dirty water. We'll get into that later. Uh, with Joe Ostrowski, I'm Jim Rodriguez and a cast of thousands sitting in for Ed and Aaron, who I'm sure had a very Merry New Year. Hope you did as well. Joining us here from 9 noon Eastern, it's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up later, we're going to have Jason Lachan for our Odyssey Insider, NFL Insider, talk about Week 17 and what's to come. And of course, Joe, it is New Year's Day. The college football semis are happening. A little Rose Bowl, a little Sugar Bowl to see who goes to the biggest of dances. And of course, you can listen to us on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL YouTube. And of course, you can hit us up on X at BetQL Daily. So, Joe, oh, how was New Year's Eve, my brother? Uh, pretty much non-existent J rod for me because <laughs> we're here early in the morning. Uh, it, it actually right. worked out just fine. Uh, Thursday and Friday I had to call off cause as you might be able to hear, uh, under the weather, weather a little bit. It's, uh, and so then like last night happened, I'm like, am I going to go out? Am I like our friends were having a bit of a get together kids and the wife went, um, I'm like, uh, no, I'm still coughing nonstop and everybody's sick right now. You don't want to be the coughing guy at the party and then you spread it. Like you don't want to be the spreader guy too. I'm like, it's fine. I got to work, work early. Um, sort of out of the loop. I was on yesterday with MGM game day, sort of out of the loop a little bit. I'm like, I need, I need to watch this Packers Vikings. I didn't really need to watch it because we all saw what happened, but, uh, that's what I was doing, man. And uh, I, I've got to uh, to voice some issues during court, which we'll get to uh, oh coming up. In, Already in day minutes. one? Oh, day one of 24 yeah. and Joe Owens Look, in mid-season four. I, I didn't want to, but it's it's on the format for the show. I'm like, all right, we'll kick off 2024 right. in this fashion. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll kill some people. That's fine by me. I, I guess that's what's going to happen. How about you, man? Did you do anything? I mean, it, you're... You, you get you I, get it I, an hour I, before me. I know, right? Right. Well, I, I went to Kentucky for a, a couple days for some family stuff, which, by the way, you yeah. can always appreciate a town. <laughs> I was in Lexington, Kentucky. Always appreciate a town that embraces who they are. The main street in Lexington, Kentucky is Man O' War Boulevard. So, I mean, immediately that got me in a good mood when you see Man of War over there and Keeneland and all the good uh, ponies out there. So I hung out out there, froze my butt off, by the way. It was like in the low 30s. I'm a, Remember, I'm in Miami, so it was good to get back to mm. South Florida. Had, had a little bit of snow, a little dusting out there in Lexington, so it was good. And kind of took it easy last night, hanging out with the kids, you know, these little teenagers. They're barely hanging out with us, so we're, we, we appreciate it because pretty soon it's going to be – Oh, we're going to do uh, our own thing, Dad. So so we're hanging out. But yeah. speaking of doing their own thing, Joe, oh, no more bets, no more calls. Lamar Jackson, MVP, a scintillating five-touchdown domination of the Miami Dolphins. And Ooh. by the way, by the way, we have got a new hashtag down here in South Florida. It's uh-huh. Tua turn the ball over that's what we're calling him down here now not good 37 point thumping afc playoffs gonna go to baltimore at the number one seed and joe 
how impressed are you with the Ravens and why are they not the favorite to win the Super Bowl? Uh, that's a good question. Like, you know, watching yesterday, and I've had this thought throughout, and it's become more and more clear, and it was set up with that matchup last week, that outside of two teams, outside of those two, and we know which two we're talking about, one AFC, one NFC. I don't know if they're going to meet the Super Bowl. We'll see. These are one-game sample sizes. The rest of the league pretty much blows, <laughs> right? Like There are major holes on every other team. Like I'm looking at the NFC playoff picture, J-Rod, and I'm like, you know, I want to fade them. I want to fade them. Oh, they're going to be in. I want to fade them. I want to fade. Well, somebody's got to win these games. And there are two teams that are just way above everyone else. And, man, yeah, I was wondering where you're going to take the the Ravens approach or where you're going to take your Dolphins because – and I'm sure you've got to be sick of hearing it in South Beach. But everything that uh, the detractors have been saying about Miami all damn years, still true. If you're any good, they can't beat you. You're any good – all right, you can you can beat up on bottom feeders, but but when you're if you're a true Super Bowl contender, the Dolphins are not at that level. Uh, yeah, why are they not Super Bowl favorites? I think you could have said the same thing a week ago, and maybe they're using that as motivation and saying, "Hey, man, like we're still not getting respected," and that's the case right now. Uh, you look at Betham GM; it's the Niners plus two ten, and it's the Ravens plus three fifty. Um, there are some sports books that have it almost uh, double, right? Where it's almost two to one for the Niners and it's four to one for the Ravens. I don't know that we should be there. You have the MVP. You have, for my money, the most balanced team in the NFL. Uh, they have a great coaching staff. Why is it? I don't know. Is the path that much more difficult in the AFC? We thought it was at the start of the year, J-Rod. I don't know that that's the case anymore, especially, and you see the struggles again with the Chiefs. And we're talking about the Dolphins here. And it's like the scariest team in the AFC, along with the Bills, might be a non-division winner. The team that played on Thursday in the Cleveland Browns. They're pretty scary. I don't want to run into them. But I, I can't right. say that the path is so much tougher in the AFC, and that's why the Ravens are not the favorite. Yeah, just to give you an idea of how dominant the Baltimore Ravens have been, and that plus 350 to win the Super Bowl is awfully tempting. Because if, if they're going to give you that much more uh, you know, odds, I'll take it. Cleve, uh, Baltimore this year has beaten the Browns by 25, the Lions by 32 points, they beat the Niners by two touchdowns, and beat the Dolphins by 37, hanging a 50-burger on them. And I mean, it has just Mm -hmm. been absolute dominant. But now comes the question, I think, is we're not going to see Lamar. We're not going to see the starters next week because the Ravens don't have anything to play for. The Steelers do. Uh, the, the, The Ravens play the Steelers next week. San Francisco on the other side of the NFC, Joe, they're the number one seed. They're the favorite to win the Super Bowl, but they're playing the Rams, who also have made the playoffs. So we probably won't see them uh, put their guys out there. And we saw Christian McCaffrey aggravate a calf injury in their victory at Washington. Two weeks, you know, you get week 18, they're not going to play. They have the bye week. Now comes the scary. They're not going to play a meaningful game you know, till the end of January. We've seen that affect the Ravens. And maybe that's why, because we've seen Baltimore as a number one seed, uh, you know, poop the bed in the, in the, in the playoffs. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we've seen it before and guess what? 
We've seen what Kyle Shanahan does in the playoffs from time to time too, J-Rod. So yeah, the, the one seeds are locked up before we get to the final week and they are clearly the best team. We don't know what's going to happen, but uh, yeah, that CMC injury kind of flying under the radar a little bit. Also, um, they were missing three defensive starters yesterday and Armstead's right. been dealing with an injury of the last couple of weeks. That extra rest is going to help them. Um, we quickly forget that the Ravens have been losing these weapons on offense. Like, doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it. Mark Andrews, like, it was like, oh, man, what are they going to do? Everything goes through him. It did. Well, they've changed it up. I mean, when they were getting the hype in the offseason about all these changes with Munkin as the offensive coordinator, like, we're seeing it here. As They just could, they smashed teams. Man, that was, that was not an easy spot yesterday. And that was my sense from a lot of people that that's the reason. Look, you go all the way across the country. Game had all this buildup. You dominate San Francisco. Now you got a short week. I know you're coming back home, but you're playing an explosive offense. They're in a fight to win their division. That's a tough spot. And what did they do in in both of these games, man? So, I mean, you've got to give it up to them. (sighs) Lamar is the MVP. Like, I'm seeing sports books right now that are minus (laughs) 20,000. But I, I think I can also say that I'm not sure that I would automatically give my first place vote to him, but I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win hands down. Um, I, I've got some other tickets that, you know, might have get some support, but I don't think they're going to win. Like Josh Allen, I had a preseason one of Dak Prescott. Just the, the five touchdown game just probably cemented because before yeah. that, it was when you look at some of the numbers in comparison with previous MVP winners, we could say, hey, He's not up to par. He's not where he was when he won the first time around. Are you sure that you want to put him in the pantheon of these two-time MVP winners? Which, you know, as crazy as it sounds, like, that's all-time stuff. Once you even get to two, like, three is forget about it. At what, age 26? Do you want to do that? And then he shut everybody up yesterday. And I don't know that it's right, but these games at the end of the season mean more than week four, week seven, week ten. Right. And I think, you know, him being a narrative bet, if you will, Joe, the fact that there was so much betting on himself, not having an agent, thinking he was underpaid and forcing the Ravens and then to go out and actually show it and put up this kind of season and then to essentially, you know, knock off his main competitors. I mean, you know, Brock Purdy was the MVP up until that Monday night game. And then Tua was kind of floating around out there and then he hammers Tua as well. So a good for Lamar, good for the Ravens. Now we'll see what happens come uh, the postseason. Now, while things are great in Baltimore, it is straight up panic situation in Philadelphia, Joe. They've lost four of the last five. They drop an unexplicable game against the Arizona Cardinals in Philly, losing 35-31. By the way, very nice live game bet for me when the Cardinals marched down the field to win it. Uh, Cardinals were five plus 550 money line in that game. Eagles now drop out of the division lead. They're the wild card. The only silver lining is that they would probably play the winner of the NFC South. So I'd rather go to Tampa or New Orleans or even Atlanta as the road team uh, if you're Philly. So are, are they in trouble? Are they done? Mm, they're not done because they're going to be in the dance. Like you're never done 
uh, when you when you have mm-hmm. that experience on your side. However, I'll say this, and and I said this two weeks ago after that Monday night loss at Seattle, they're not going to the Super Bowl. And, and I feel even stronger. Two two more games, sample size. I felt stronger after they beat the Giants about that statement. And then yesterday, at, in your house against Arizona, a, a team that's been a struggling offense, one of the worst, the worst defense. Like, line up all the defensive metrics, and people p- pick on the commanders. I do, and we should. But there's one team that's worse, and it's the Arizona Cardinals. Like, come on. I was saying yesterday on BetMGM Game Day that – it's an embarrassment if the Eagles don't put up 30. You know what else is an embarrassment? If you do put up 30 and you don't win the damn ball game because you give up 449 yards of offense to the Cardinals. Again, the Eagles fall apart in the second half. They get outscored 29 to 10 in this ball game. And it's a joke, man. They're a fraud. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how else you say it with Philly. 221 yards on the ground they gave up. To me, now you have to start thinking, are they tough enough? Are, yep. are, are, do, are, you know, are, are, they, are they mentally in these games? And all of a sudden, you know, how, 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 how crazy Nick Sirianni is and that craziness, which was charming, now all of a sudden, it's, it's not a hot seat situation, but now you start questioning everything in Philly. And for the Cowboys, they're in the driver's seat to win the division because all they have to do is win out and they end the year at Washington. So they don't need to depend on anybody other than going to a lame duck situation in Washington, beating the commanders yeah. and the Cowboys win the division. So Philadelphia in a lot of trouble. We, we, we touched on it. Bills and Dolphins now. Think about this. Think about this. The you know we'll break into it more, but how quickly it's gone. Buffalo looked like they were out of it. They were six and six. They've won four in a row and are a win away from winning the division and getting a home game. While the Dolphins, who have been the darlings all year with Mike McDaniel and Hard Knocks and the sunglasses and the cool uh, sneakers and and the, and the joggers up to the cap all of a sudden they're a loss away from having to go to kansas city and 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 that's not going to be good the cold tua on the road against good teams it is uh i wouldn't say it's panic mode because the dolphins are in the playoffs no matter what happens buffalo is not guaranteed a playoff spot yet uh they have to win to win the afc or get help afc east or get help Uh, i think miami vic fangio has been a bit of a fraud it's always massive to get a home playoff game, right? But you look at these situations, how dominant Buffalo typically is at home. Can you imagine that scene in the playoffs? And Miami, how do, they're Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to home road. Like We'll continue to, to break this down. Um, the Bills were not impressive, and they won that game. And they're getting some of their key parts back. So watch out, everyone. Yeah, Miami hasn't had a home game since 2009 in the playoffs. More of Week 16 coming up. Well, first, we're going to go to BetQL Court with Joe O. I'm J-Rod. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. BetQL Daily will be right back on the BetQL (laughs) Network presented by Bet. Welcome back to BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Back at it on this New Year's Day. I'm Jim Rodriguez. Uh, Aaron and Ed are off on this New Year's Day. But Joe O, 
like a boss, like the like the, the like Iron Man that he is under the weather and here, my friend. See, yeah, that's, that's why Joel is an example to all of us. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I'm an example <laughs> to no one. And, you know, come on. I think you know me well enough that there's a trade off there. Like, oh, yeah, I'll work New Year's. Give me Friday off. Let me get that three. You know, I, 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 I sent you a cigar, so clearly that cigar will clear you out if you smoke it. I'm just, I'm just trying to be. I'm not a doctor, so. but I'm just, saying. dude. I'm like three years old. I, I was diagnosed. I'm like, okay, what are they gonna say? I got COVID again. Like, come on, man. Give me the COVID test. Give me the flu test. Like, not COVID. You don't have the flu. I'm like, oh, what is it? Like ear infection. I'm like, oh, I'm a baby again. Like, okay. It's an ear Next infection. up, your tonsils are going to have to come out. So, you're, I, so, so you'll, you'll be good there. I you'll think, be good there. I don't think I ever got my tonsils out. Yeah, I don't think so. I never did. Yeah. I never did. I never got COVID either, which, you know. Never? Knock on, knock on wood. Didn't get Down it. Down there? Didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, listen, in my house, my wife, my three kids, and my future son-in-law all got it, but not me. I, I think COVID jumped in, saw all those cigars, all that bourbon, and said, forget it. Forget it. I don't want a piece of this guy. This no, dude's insane. I'm going to go somewhere else. He's, you know? he's ingested some stuff. I'm not going in there. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff you know? going on. So, so I, you know, knock on wood, uh, you know, we, we got through it. And speaking of getting through it, uh, the Sunday night delight last night, the Packers go to Minnesota and thump the Vikings – the, Vikings, the Packers are now in the playoff push, uh, in the hunt. They're in the they're in the final wild card at eight and eight. Uh, win and in situation next week mm-hmm. against the Bears. The Vikings inexplicably are still in it. They're mathematically in it. Uh, they end the year at Detroit despite being seven and nine. There's two seven and nine teams that are still mathematically in this: the Vikings and the Falcons. Uh, Jordan Love, J.O., he's going to go over 4,000 yards passing uh, when the season ends. And the Packers, you know, we talk about, you know, a team that maybe you don't want to play. It's about getting hot late, and the Packers are doing it. Packers very pleased with the result from those losers. Seahawks at home against Mason Rudolph. They can't pull off a win there. So, uh, obviously, helped the Pack there. And uh, it was domination. Like, you're never quite sure what you're going to get from Green Bay because the injury report's always a mess. And there was drama this week with Jair Alexander. He called himself a captain, so he gets suspended for a game. He botched that situation last week. He's having a ball last night on the sideline because it, it was never a game. And it was, you know, the line was telling us as a coin flip situation, what are you going to get out of Jaron Hall with the Vikings? Uh, they make a quarterback change for, what, like, they're on QB4. That's been a theme this year. Cleveland's on QB4, mm-hmm. and it's worked out for them. It did not work out for the Vikings last night, and they benched Jaron Hall after the first half. They go back to Nick Mullins, but Love looked good. I I find it so hilarious how some Packers respond. Like, they don't know. Like, they've kind of made their mind up, and then they haven't. They, they so wishy-washy on Jordan Love. And you got guys like on our network, like Ryan Horvat. Like he's going through the emotions because he hates Jordan Love because he he <laughs> bows at the altar of Aaron Rodgers so he's got to go against Love on everything. Well, after last night, Jordan Love has thirty touchdown passes on the season. J. Rod, like, mm-hmm. and this is the first first full year of playing, first year of playing flat out, and the organization wasn't sure if they wanted to make that commitment. I, I think it's probably time. 
that they're going to have to make that commitment. I, I was on the lucky side with the total. I went in on the the over. Over 42 and a half is, uh, is the number that I yes. ended up getting. Thank, thankfully, we creeped over that, so. yes. Woo! I, I mean, I was feeling good. Packers kept scoring. I'm like, come on, Vikes, give me something. Give me some garbage time touchdowns. Give me something here. And I was happy that they, they made the switch there. But, uh, yeah, I don't think the Vikings are going to start the game with a uh, shirtless Kirk Cousins again because that did not work for the team. That did not get get them up and, and going as far as that goes. And now it sets up rivalry game. Last week, Bears have a chance to keep the Packers out of the playoffs. Let me tell you. The owner, George McCaskey, wants nothing more. Like, this dude is probably going to make a decision that is going to impact the, the team for maybe the next decade, right, on what happens next week. He's going to be so happy if the, the organization, the Packers, are in his head, and he's obsessed with it. And there's nothing he can do. They've just been getting smoked for decades and decades by this team. Um. He's going to be so happy if I if they win that game and keep the Packers out and like let's say Fields is great or like he's going to want to keep Fields, keep Eberflus, like make no changes, and then they're going to have that number one pick. And what are you going to end up doing? Uh, it's going to be it's going to be terrific. Watch, watch that point spread. The Bears are playing some good ball, man, and they put up thirty seven on the Falcons at home yesterday. So uh, mm-hmm. that's that sets up for some theater. You know, a lot of times, J-Rod, we get here to week 18 and we don't play the fantasy playoffs in the last week because you never know what you're going to get. It looked most of the card like meaningful games. Like, there are a couple of spots that we can circle and say this game means absolutely nothing. But you look at right. how it lines up for week 18. I, I think it's going to be pretty good, man. Yeah, no, and and they they've got they've got a great one on Saturday night. We'll get into that later on between uh, you know the the, the Colts and, and the Texans. Staying in the NFC, uh, the Seahawks. You you said it. They that by the way to me oh. that was the easiest bet of the week. The Steelers getting three and a half on the road. Not only did it yeah. punch my over eight and a half win ticket for the Steelers. Uh, once again, Tomlin is not going to have a losing record. Once again, I mean, they could, but here's the crazy part. They could win 10 games uh-huh. and not make the playoffs, which is, which is the direct opposite of everything we've been saying about Tomlin. The Seahawks, though, I mean, you talk about laying flat and the Rams. To me, that's the most impressive. He's not going to be coach of the year. I understand that. Sean McVay is not going to be coach of the year. But the expectations on the Rams, they make the playoffs with nine wins. And you know what? Matt Stafford gunslinging with with, with Puka and Cooper Cup, a little bit of a running game. The Rams could be a problem for some teams. Oh, no doubt. Uh, First off, on the Seahawks, they're a disaster defensively. Just an outright joke. You give up 30 points to the Steelers. You give up Mm -hmm. 468 yards to this offense with Mason Rudolph on their third quarterback now? Come on, man. Um, Just demoralizing. 197 rushing yards with their tandem. I don't want to see the Seahawks in the playoffs at the moment. They are on the outside looking in as the eight seed. uh, Green Bay the seven. New Orleans the nine. We shall see. And then you mentioned you get down to Minnesota as the 10. Yeah, the Rams, they, they're, there's a wild card team in each conference that is scary. And I know the Rams did not play their best game yesterday. I was on the Giants. I was happy for it. It felt like a pretty easy cover the way Tyrod. I mean, what an upgrade. What an upgrade. 
uh, all, all the, the noise about DeVito and then you had Daniel Jones go down early in the season. But uh, Tyrod, it's not even close. He's, he's so much better than the other two options that, that the Giants had this season. In the end, like Kyron Williams, three, another big game, three more touchdowns. We're at the point with Kyron Williams where it's like ho-hum. And Puka goes for 118. Puka is likely to set the record next week for most receiving yards by a, by a rookie receiver. So, I mean, he's been unbelievable. Uh, Giants cover. It goes over the total. And you're right about the Rams. I'm holding a McVay ticket. I hope you're wrong on that because I would like to see him be in that conversation. I think he should be. When you talk about exceeding expectations, I mean, he's right there. Um, I was saying that there are a lot of teams in the NFC that I don't want any part of. Dallas, Detroit, Philadelphia, maybe a couple others that might squeak in. I wouldn't say that about the Rams. You know, the Rams in the NFC, the Browns in the AFC, those are the wild card teams that I, I circle J-Rod and say, you know what, they, they can uh, cause a ruckus. They can go on the road on Super Wild Card Weekend and be the story of the weekend. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you know, you don't want to get the, the cart ahead of the horse, but right now it is setting up that the Rams would go to Detroit. So oh, Stafford oh, come on. back come in on. that place on the road. The Lions, you know their inability to win playoff games just to get to the playoffs. Stafford goes in there. Oh my goodness. That would McVay be against amazing. Goff? Yeah, what do you want? Exactly. McVay or Goff? What do you want? What do you- I'll take I'll take McVay I'll take Stafford you know I mean it's it's the Sean McVay bowl for for you know in, in that game so and yeah. again I, th- I think when and here's a guy that was had one foot in the broadcast booth and and what a performance and and I and again I think for the Rams it'll be interesting what they do because they play in San Francisco meaningless game for both teams I don't know if we'll see Stafford I don't know how much you know Puka will probably try to get obviously get the record and stuff uh, but it'll be interesting and Seattle by the way they end the year in Arizona. Uh, I just checked real quick. Totals forty-seven and a half in that game between the Seahawks and Cardinals. That could that could be the the, the total at halftime. Not a lot of defense uh, is going to be played in, in that game. All right, the NFC mm-hmm. South is a disaster, Joe. Uh, the Buccaneers. They are the division leaders, eight and eight. They control their own destiny. They're at Carolina. They win that game. They are the champions, but uh, the Saints are still floating around there at eight and eight. Shoot, the Falcons at seven and nine are still mathematically eliminated. It almost feels like, like if you're Philly or you're that first NFC wild card, you don't almost feel that bad because you know you'd be going to Tampa or New Orleans. Very winnable game. Uh, as much as listen, I'm, I'm a big Baker Mayfield guy. You know, I know Demar Hamlin's going to be the comeback player of the year just for step, stepping his foot on the on the uh, on the field. Joe Flacco, mm. obviously, but Baker's had a quietly good year. Of course, that went that went south last week. Anything out of the NFC South that excites you, other than other than good towns? <laughs> um, Tampa Bay blew it, man. Everybody's riding yeah. high on them. They had that four game winning streak. They're at home. Here's a chance. Let's end it. Let's not drag this drama into the final week of the season. Let's put an end to it now. And, you know, you give Mike Evans four targets. How does that happen yesterday? Marshawn Lattimore was not on the field. If he was, that's a different situation. How does Mike Evans only get four targets? And with those four targets, he had a terrific game. But, like, now everything is up for grabs. You're, you're not going to catch me betting on the Saints. I was not involved in this game. 
uh, yesterday. <laughs> but, man, the Saints go on the road. They go to your house, and they beat you by 10. They they hold you down to only 13 points after uh, this Bucks offense was flying high. And then there's Atlanta. They lay another egg. We, we're going to do this again. Probably wasn't expecting much out of them. Uh, this is a dome team going outside. It was frigid yesterday at Soldier Field. But uh, they end up getting smoked by the Bears, 37-17. to 17. And uh, the key part there, J-Rod, is the Bears locked up the number one overall pick thanks to that Carolina loss. The Bears win, and yesterday they lock up the number one overall pick, which we're going to be talking about for the next five months a whole lot. I'm already checking the odds, man. Caleb Williams minus 650 at some spots to be the number one overall pick. I don't know if that's going to be the case. And a lot of decisions to be made there, but – yeah, I mean, I hate this division, and one of these three teams is going to be that number four, and uh, it, it could be any of them. It's probably going to be one of these teams hosting Philly. That is the most likely scenario that, that we're going to get. So that's going to be really interesting, man, because uh, you got to take a stand. You want Philly on the road? I don't even know if it matters where they play right now, or do you want to back one of these teams? Well, for Philly, it would probably be easier on on the emotional spirit for them to not have to deal with an angry link crowd and not have to deal with all those hometown guys that are going to be furious. Go down to Tampa or go down to New Orleans and hang out there, take care of business, and then figure it out later uh, for the Eagles. Now, we'll get into the AFC in in a little bit, but real quick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they are, what is it, a riddle wrapped around, an enigma wrapped around. I mean, they they finally win. They're 9-7. and They still haven't clinched the division. Win, and they win the division. They're at Tennessee. That AFC South, I hate betting on the AFC South divisional games because nothing goes uh, as planned. Uh, Cleveland right now would go. Uh, to the AFC South winner in the first round. Uh, Are they just sort of just somebody's got to win that division? I mean, I love the Texans, and we'll get into them later, but you have any faith in the the Jaguars? Uh, You you mentioned anger a moment ago. We all saw David Tepper yesterday. How he was uh, dealing with Jaguars fans yesterday in the box. Oh, what a clown that guy That's a cocktail, by the way. What are you doing? That's alcohol abuse. What are you doing? I'm sure that it is. You know, yes, the Jaguars, that's the lead for the Jaguars. At the end of four-game losing streak, even without Trevor Lawrence, they end up winning the game. Is he going to be out there now? Because they've got to win this week to get that four seed, get that division. I'm not so sure. But even in a win, J-Rod, one for five in the red zone. Don't let the final score fool you. There's still a lot of problems in Jacksonville. Well, the only thing is, if you're the Jaguars, historically, you play some bad playoff teams. You had the Chargers last year, and you've got the possibly the Browns. So if anybody can blow a playoff game, it's the Chargers and the Cleveland Browns. So BetQL Court is coming up. I'm going to put myself in BetQL Court. I, I, I jumped the gun on that. Jason Lachlan Four is also going to be with us at the top of the hour. We're going to break it down. By the way, first day of 2024, and I cannot wait to see what my man Joe O has got in store for us on the BetQL court, fighting the good fight. Let's take a break. I'm Jim Rodriguez sitting in for Ed and Aaron, who I'm sure enjoyed their New Year's Eve. Coming up, BetQL BetQL court. BetQL Daily will be right back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. I I plead the fifth. Or just something you want to get off your chest. 
Sir, you're out of order. Out of order. I show you out of order. BetQL Court is now in session on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Oh, my goodness. All in session. All rise. The Honorable Joe O in the house. Uh, a, a buddy of mine actually uh, sent me a text the other day, and he's like, hey, I've got my, I got my first date set up for 2024 and i'm like oh yeah what's your oh. name he said no it, it, it's a court date i gotta go see about this <laughs> so, you, know, you gotta you gotta take your wins where you can get them so so first edition of betql court and uh, i i feel like i am the bailiff here so now i will i, I am bull in, in in this session so i will let in the honorable uh, joe o so uh your honor what do we got today on this first day of 2024 all right jay rod i'm gonna be the old boring guy once again on the show and uh this one goes out to fireworks guy congratulations your dumbass spent thousands and thousands of dollars for those two minutes of enjoyment. Why not get a hooker or something? You know, like I, was about to say, I what just are we talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I beat you to it because I, I know your style, J Rod. So I'm like, I might as well get it out. If Aaron, since Aaron's not here, I figured you would take up the slack as far as that goes. Um, I just, I don't get it. I especially don't get it at this time of the year freezing cold nobody's outside to enjoy it except for maybe you and a couple of buddies it was going 20 minutes and then 30 minutes and i swear i'm not being the guy because i now have a dog but i kind of understand and i didn't even hear him crying i think he was okay but you know i'm trying to fall asleep the the kids and the wife were still out at midnight here and i'm like oh geez i'm dealing with this i'm like i felt like i'm back uh, when you know the younger years, high school, college, you're like trying to get to bed, and it's like, all right, now we're down to six hours. All right, now we're down to five hours of sleep, and it just wasn't happening with the coughing and the fireworks. It was a bad combination, man. I'm just at the point in my life, fireworks overrated. And then, so we were at a baseball tournament in June last year in Iowa, and there was a fireworks store right there, so all the guys went and checked it out, of course. And they got the, all the displays. And let me show you this video and that video and all the differences. Man, I knew they were expensive. Jara, I didn't know they were that expensive. Sure. It, it doesn't go last that long. You know, insert your other joke there. Um, but yeah, man. We I have medication for that. Though. <laughs> it it. As long as you want it to last. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, back in the day, you had to. Well, don't worry. We won't go there. But uh, yeah, man, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I'm done with the fireworks, especially on, on New Year's Eve. There's some of us have to work in the morning, people. Um, yeah, like 4th of July, fine. I don't have a problem with it. We're all in, outside room, barbecues. We're drunk. We're enjoying it. And I know people drunk last night, too. But nobody's outside to enjoy it. So I don't, I don't get it. Take a fireworks guy uh, to court last night. It just wouldn't end, man. Also, like 5, 10 minutes, cool. We got to go 30. Like, it's 12.30. Let's, can we please stop it? Yeah, yeah. I, I've got two dogs, and I have one that, that sits in the hallway shaking, and I have another one who wants to go outside and fight the fireworks. So it's, it, it's, huh. it's, it's, it's both extremes. And by the way, a couple of years ago, I had my neighbor uh, 
older lady decided to, when the fireworks were over that her, that her grandson lit up, she put it in the trash can and didn't wait for it to oh, cool off. No, so literally no, 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 the no. trash can was on fire. And I came out with my cigar and my old fashioned going, your trash can's on fire. So let's, let's go get yeah. this home. So yeah, fireworks, well, not, not good now. Well, and you know this, like, what's the first thing after you light off a firework? Where are the kids going? Right to the firework. Like, yeah, no, people lose fingers and eyeballs and all sorts of stuff. It's, it's yeah. really, it's all bad. Like, that's how I look at it. Everything you get out of fireworks for me, yeah, okay, look cool for a minute. But most of it's uh, a downside, you know? Well, it, it, I tell you what, what, what I'm getting, it's about as American as you can get. Let's spend all this money, sound and fury, yeah. in the end, representing nothing. I, I'd rather I'd rather spend it on some other. Oh, man. Uh, I live some, in an area where, oh, the election's over. Let's get the fireworks going. A any excuse, they're, they're going to do it. How about you, J-Rod? Who are you taking to court? Well, for me, I I'm going to take the entire Miami Dolphins organization to court. I mean, enough is enough they have been on parole they have been on double parole they have been under house arrest they've got gps's on their ankles enough of this how many years are they going to put their fan base through these great regular seasons and then complete and total pooping the bed you know last year two years ago three years ago listen they haven't had a home playoff game since december 30th 2000 they haven't won a playoff game since december 30th 2000 and they haven't had a home playoff game since january 4th 2009 they have been completely irrelevant but it's one thing to be irrelevant to be one in 15 and be getting these draft picks but to be coming so close eight and seven you know nine and six coming down and you win a game and they and they blow it. and once again they find themselves in a position where yeah they, they've they're making the playoffs they, they're in no matter what happens uh, on the sunday night game but they went from literally winning the division possibly a number two to to flirting with the number one seed and they may end up having to go to kansas city and we know what's happening there they're going to go to kansas city Tua turn the ball over is going to throw two picks and the chiefs are all of a sudden going to look great it's frustrating it's terrible for these poor people in miami and all of a sudden those hard knocks and those sunglasses and the cool joggers and everything aren't so cool anymore man yeah, I know. And so it, it is hard knocks a big thing because a lot of times the one that's in season doesn't get as much publicity because there's so much NFL stuff going on. People people love that, dude. And yeah, it, it's almost like we know the result. We're already chalking it up. Like you kind of said it right there. Like what's going to happen to the Dolphins in the playoffs? Um, I don't know, man. It's You mentioned that Vic Fangio, is, is he a fraud earlier? earlier numbers wise they've had a good year overall based on the personnel and some of the injuries that they've been dealing with but against these top tier teams it's a different story like but but i don't want to go too far you didn't have waddle you didn't have mostert and all this all the touchdowns there the offensive line and the secondary beat to hell right now i mean that was a big part of yesterday too sure sure but it's it's happened i mean i remember uh 
two, you know, I remember two years ago, they had a chance to, to make the playoffs with Ryan Fitzpatrick and he got, and he got COVID the last day of the season. So they had to start oh. to a tongue of Iloa in the last game of the season in Buffalo. Well, we know how, how that turned out. It's just like everything that could possibly go wrong with this organization. And there's so many haters out there. Cause you know, it's, it's always Miami against the world, whether it's the heat yeah. or the dolphins or the hurricanes, it's always Miami against the world. And man, oh man, they are certainly giving them nothing but fodder all right so those are the courts those are the cases pending uh what about resolutions yeah. new year's day joe what 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 are we doing are we losing weight are we going to drink less are we going to drink more what are we doing joe oh yeah yeah i can't wait um go to the gym like you're gonna see some people that haven't been there in, in uh in quite some time for a couple weeks because we know in a couple weeks that's not going to be the case uh yeah i can we can mi mix this one like I can take myself to court and also bring up a betting resolution for 2024. See, I need help. Okay. Jared, like I need to be held accountable for me to stick to something. Cause you know, I, I say a lot of garbage over three hours every day. Right. <laughs> I, I think we all do throughout the entire day in our, in our daily lives, but I need some help. Information. And I call it information. <laughs> yes, a lot of times. Sometimes it's actionable. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just dumb jokes. Um, and, you know, it, it happened again yesterday. And it really ticked off. And I'm like, you know what? Perfect. I can make this a New Year's resolution, but I need people to help me. Um, this I didn't like a ton yesterday. I thought the sides for the NFL card were really challenging. The ones that I landed on that I did like, I liked the Giants. I like the Broncos. Both of those come came home. And and I said on the air during BetMGM game day yesterday with Jason Lacafora, who we'll talk to in about 10 minutes, I said, I like San Francisco if it's not Brissett, because we didn't know at the time. And then it ends up not being Brissett. Sam Howell starts, so I did like San Francisco. Those three I'll cover. That The last one, little bit of luck involved with San Francisco cover. I wouldn't say the same about the other two. And once again... Like, okay, I I focus, I put most of my energy, my prep behind sides and totals, mostly sides. And then once again, talk myself into some props, which I don't love as much, which I bet into, not as much, but some. And there's, it's like, they didn't screw me, but I'm like, I had a 3-0 and day on sides, and I'm over here getting annoyed at some of these dumbass prop bets, which probably, you know, I'm getting screwed on the number, and, you know, I... I'm not good at prop bets, man, and I need to stop. And just because I talk about it for a living doesn't mean that I have to bet on prop bets because so many in the industry are betting on prop bets. Um, I don't know. I, I stink at it, and I don't bet into ones that have an insane amount of juice, and maybe that's what, what hurts me a little bit more, but I know better. Like I'd rather bet parlays at this point. I need to be held accountable on this. No prop bets allowed for Joe Ostrowski in 2024. And – P A no props allowed for you, yes. my friend. For no me. props. Well, I, I have decided a, a friend of mine who's in who's in our business out in Las Vegas, he challenged me 100 push-ups a day. Now, yeah, I don't Alex. think I have done a hundred push-ups in a year, but a hundred push-ups a day starts today. We'll see. I don't think they need to be in a row. I don't think they need no, to be they in, don't in be. a they maybe, don't be. 
maybe it's over a you know so what's the plan you know what's the plan you're gonna do like 10 break 15 break we'll do 10 like, break wait, wait, walk wait, around wait. 10 break walk around and, and and i'm not going to announce it i'm just going to just drop and start doing give give, give 10 and, and 10 see what sets does. is a lot well you know hey we're challenged no props for you push-ups for me coming up jason locken for our nfl odyssey insider we'll break it all down for you it's betql daily presented by betmgm betql daily will be right back on the betql network presented by betmgm